Welcome to Concept Checker, the case of terrorism. I'm your host, Francois Roland. We're in September 2021. Last month, the US military left Afghanistan after 20 years of war in scenes reminiscent of the fall of Saigon in 1975. And just as back then, this monstrous failure is a, the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. It was guided by the slogan of the war on terror. And this term was first used nine days after 9-11 by President George Bush as he addressed Congress. Here's what he said. Americans have many questions tonight. Americans are asking, who attacked our country? The evidence we have gathered all points to a collection of loosely affiliated terrorist organizations known as Al-Qaeda. They are some of the murderers indicted for bombing American embassies in Tanzania and Kenya and responsible for bombing the USS Cole. Al-Qaeda is to terror what the mafia is to crime. But its goal is not making money. Its goal is remaking the world and imposing its radical beliefs on people everywhere. speak tonight directly to Muslims throughout the world. We respect your faith. It's practiced freely by many millions of Americans and by millions more in countries that America counts as friends. Its teachings are good and peaceful. And those who commit evil in the name of Allah blaspheme the name of Allah. The terrorists... Terrorists are traitors to their own faith, trying in effect to hijack Islam itself. The enemy of America is not our many Muslim friends. It is not our many Arab friends. Our enemy is a radical network of terrorists and every government that supports them. with Al-Qaeda, but it does not end there. It will not end until every terrorist group of global reach has been found, stopped, and defeated. I was 15 when these words were spoken, and I sensed that these events would affect the next few years. 
but I did not fathom to what extent. And by the time I got to choosing a topic for my thesis at university, the word terrorism had infused every aspect of international relations and lawmaking in most countries. The word terrorism was omnipresent and the definition and the accepted meaning were considered self-evident. And since in journalistic parlance, if it bleeds, it leads, and fear drives sales, it was also a popular topic of discussion in the media. And since this reduced it to some sort of popular entertainment, it was not deemed dignified enough in philosophical circles to be subject of philosophical attention. Yet when I was looking for something to write about, and I started looking at the concept of terrorism, I found that it was severely deficient in many ways. In this podcast, I will guide you through the work I did and the results I came to. And I start with the history and the etymology of the word terrorism and how its meaning changed over time and how it came to be defined today in law. And I will show you the deficiencies of it and why I think the current understanding of that concept is a severe threat and has been in fact shown to be a severe threat to the state of law by the, its very nature. And I will also then explain the new concepts I invented to replace it. Now let's start with the war on terror itself. In terms of international law, it is a very problematic idea. International law laid out in the Geneva Conventions, of which there are four, lays out the definition of war in two different variants. One is conventional international war between two states and the second one is civil war in which you know, guerrilla group for example or a paramilitary organization of some form controls a part or parts of a territory of a sovereign state and seeks by force of arms to defeat the conventional army and take over power now the terrorism, this international terrorism, as it is known, we have experienced, transcends these definitions so that there is a gaping hole in international law. So that legally, 
this war on terror does not exist as a legal concept. It can, it's not possible. And my aim was and is to provide perhaps tools to create a new Geneva Convention to fill that gap. In the meantime, anti-terror laws were enacted all over the planet, giving rise to over 200 different definitions of terrorism in law. Now, when you have a concept with over 200 definitions, you have a concept that has no meaning because it is completely overstretched. So when people are sentenced for terrorism, they are sentenced for a crime we cannot define. And that is, in my view, an extremely worrying and serious problem. too big, not too small. There once was a philosophy student. Let's call him Ishmael. Ishmael, as any philosopher, was looking for a problem. One evening, after an exhausting and fruitless day looking for problems, Ishmael noticed an alleyway he had never seen before. Dimly lit on his right. Curious, he glanced in it. The wet pavement stones were glistening and the alley was narrow and winding. An old sign on the wall read, Alley of Problems. Odd, thought Ishmael. See where that goes. He walked in cautiously and after a few minutes found himself standing in front of a shop with dirty window. The paint flaking off the door frame. A wooden sign was hanging on the door, Socrates 84th, owner, store of problems. <clears throat> Someone here? <coughs> hello, hello? Here you are, last I've been expecting you. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, really? How, how do you know who I am? <laughs> yes, man. Only whoever is meant to come sees this place. Ah, uh, true. So, well, well what, what, what is this place? I've never seen this store, and, and who are you? Well, who, who am I? Who am I, you ask? I, what do you want to wonder? Uh, this place is the store of problems. It's been in the family for 84 generations. Count them if you like. We collect and provide problems we think about since antiquity. Actually, Ishmael, you're something of a celebrity here. <laughs> in the psychology section. Uh, that, you, know, you have a funny sense of humor, don't you, Mr. <laughs> Socrates the 84th? <laughs> So, uh, I assume you need a problem 
Yeah, yeah, I've been looking for problems, and, and I desperately need one. You so look like a man in need of a problem. Maybe even a solution. Who knows? Right. Uh, I look in my pants. Ah, no, there's nothing in there. No, 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 nothing. Ah, here, here we are. Dionysus, my Dionysus. It's my cat, Dionysus. Okay. So, uh, here, here, here we are, here we are. There's the problem of existence. Viva uh, hmm? The problem of existence. You know, I, I'm from France. Uh, I'm sorry, it's totally overrated. Is that true? Yes, true. yes. Oh. Trust me. Oh, I'm an oyster. Oh, well. Okay, freedom. Freedom. Uh, okay, how much I is that for? Thank you, Dionysus. You need to ask me for more treats. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My cat, you know. Yeah. You know, freedom, it's, it's completely overpriced, and I'm a poor student. Well, 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 well. Ah. Uh, I think I can help you out. I also have monthly special offers come to be good. Huh? That's something you might be Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I, I'm all ears. Now we're talking. Have you seen mine? <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's the only Nice to Nice. So, there's this one half price. Half price. A problem of problems no one wants. We need to make room for new problems. You understand? Is this is perky and it's unpleasant. Oh. I, I don't have so much room in my store. I cannot keep keeping these things. So, uh -huh. what do you think? What do you think? Fishman. Uh, okay, that sounds sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Uh, so, so what's what, what is this thing? Oh, you do stupid are, are prices. You, are you a student? You know, uh, uh, I might do student prices. Uh, I know the student, you know, they they spend too much time in the in the in the, in the Zeppel or the Rota Oxen in, in Heidelberg. I've heard that. <laughs> yes. Studentish Besaufen. I've no need for that sort of thing, but still, I think I might be able to help you. So, let me see. Let me see. I, I, I look at my files here. Yeah. Ah, yes. 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 Bombs? Kidnapping, assassinations, torture, extortion. Ah, sounds like a weekend of fun. We all serious. Need. I believe it is called yeah the problem of terrorism. I will give it to one one drachma, dollar, rice mark. <laughs> okay. What okay. Have you, what okay. have you got? That, that sounds that, that sounds that sounds really good. It's a, it's a, it's a really good going price too. Okay, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Here's your dollar. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, mind you, do you take back defective problems? Uh, I, I'm, a of, I'm a bit of a clever one. You know, I knew you were going to say that, or, or is that the script? Can't say. Ah. Uh, 
What do I want with the defective problem? Problems are problem enough as it is. What am I going to do with one defective, my need? All right, oh. all right, all right. Okay. Peterson. Oh, it was nice. Oh. Very nice. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you, Ishmael. Nice meeting you. See you soon. And so Ishmael walked out happily with a problem of problems while Socrates the 84th stood behind the counter, gleefully thinking of his next delivery of psychological problems due the following Tuesday. I know he'll be back. Thank you for your attention in this episode and talk with you soon. This episode was produced by myself, Francois Roland, and with my friend and distinguished Gaelic scholar Brian McLeod as Socrates the 84th. Thank you very much. Talk with you soon on the subject of terrorism. Bye bye.